Well, we've had quite a week here in uh, Madison. I've become a minor folk hero, but, you know. <laughs> what the heck, if the shoe fits, wear it. It's all involved in this uh, donut controversy we've been in. Uh, uh, those of you who aren't here probably aren't aware of it, but uh, we're in the Monona Terrace, a beautiful new building, I might add, whatever it's cost. And uh, they, there's an exclusive catering contract here, and we've always given away, you know, donuts and coffee to our audience just to prime the pump, as it were, because a well-fed audience is a happier audience. A happier audience uh, will laugh at anything. <laughs> My point exactly. Anyway, so last week we didn't have the donuts and stuff. It was our opening show, and, uh, and how this all started was, I thought, well, we've got to be bringing donuts here. My, my daughter, Ellie, uh, after the show, I said, you know, how did you like it? She said, uh, she's getting very well-spoken these days. She said, I hated your show for two reasons. <laughs> One, it's boring. <laughs> two, no donuts. So uh, that's the reason we try to get donuts in here. Right now we have donuts. They just ran the donut uh, uh, blockade, the gauntlet. Uh, the coffee, I don't know if the coffee's made it through yet. Uh, originally there were supposed to be security guards here dressed as clowns, which is why I came in a, in a clown wig today. And I discovered I was the only one wearing one. So it was, once again, the story of my life in a nutshell. Well, what do you know? From Austin, Texas to Stockholm, Sweden, it's Michael Feldman's What Do You Know from PRI, Public Radio International. That's John Tulin on piano, Jeff Eccles on bass, and I'm Jim Packard. In this hour of What Do You Know, there's a hole in my soul where the donuts used to go. The hotline and the What Do You Know quiz. Support for What Do You Know comes from Public Radio International affiliate stations and the Public Radio International Program Fund. Support is also provided by Wisconsin Tourism and our great adventure getaways. From hang gliding to rock climbing, whitewater rafting to kayaking, the environment is extremely entertaining. For more information on these and other excellent adventures in Wisconsin, call 1-800-432-TRIP and ask for a free Wisconsin Adventure Vacation Guide. Now, the reluctant hero of Donut Gate, Michael Feldman! <laughs> Thank you very much. Nice to be here with you and uh, joining you once again. Of course, Jim Packard, you just uh, heard from over there on my left. Jim Packard, ladies and gentlemen. Where would I be without him? Thank you. Who brought, by the way, uh, a very small box of mini donuts. So all of us left at the grocery store. Yeah. Well, there's a run on them, huh? Yes, there oh, were no, I guess so, because we brought this. This is amazing. This, is, you know, this week has been packed with, uh, with articles. And so this is the most attention I've gotten in my 20 years in trying to do radio. Over the donut, over the humble donut. So I think it's kind of a, a tribute to my talents. <laughs> <laughs> now look at this, a comedian vows act of donut disobedience. That was the first one. Then uh, uh, will Feldman foes eat words? <laughs> Talking about the cost of the uh, coffee. $12 a dozen is what they want for donuts here. We get them a little bit cheaper, honestly. <laughs> and 1744 a gallon for gasoline. Of course, you know, uh, oh, that's, I mean for coffee, I'm sorry. <laughs> I think that's the price of gasoline in Ghana, but I, that, that's cost of coffee here. At the, and we get that free. Victor's been donating that for years. Victor Allen's coffee, very good stuff, and we endorse him. He's getting married today. He is? Yeah. So uh, have a happy Remarkable. day. Remarkable. Congratulations. That's I couldn't, couldn't be here. Some excuse. <laughs> Clowning around donut debacle, radio show host, colon, it's not all funny business. No, see? My plan now is to secrete caches of donuts around the room so they can't find them. I was disappointed that we were... The thing of it that, was, that got bizarre was that um, the head of the convention center, uh, Joan LeMayhew, who's a nice woman, don't get me wrong, 
But uh, she said that the donuts would be seized and the coffee would be seized, but to make it a little more frivolous and make it a little more lighthearted, the security personnel would be dressed as clowns. So that's... What I'm... Jack-booted clowns. Right. And we were hoping for some pretty good pictures, you know, involving a, a, a clown pulling a donut away from a crying child. That's and, right. Uh, but we didn't get that, but I did bring the wig. Maybe I'll do that just for the photo op. <laughs> I think the press left already. You know, if there's not bloodshed, they don't hang around. You notice that? Uh, Terrace may dunk Feldman's donuts. There's another one. Uh, Vilas Zoo apes are grounded. They? <laughs> oh, that's just different. That's related, but a different story, actually. The orangutans apparently using rocks to crack windows. So those are our ancestors, proving that we can use tools, ladies and gentlemen, no matter what the circumstances are. Uh, food fight, Feldman offers fans potluck at Terrace. We did have a potluck, but once again, how many actually brought something to the potluck? <laughs> I don't see a lot on that table there, honest to God. You know, I, people are applauding, uh, who apparently ate their potluck on the way here, their, their hot dish. We'll find out maybe what some of those dishes are that are supposed to be there. And this one is my favorite today. I got my first editorial in my life, I'm sure my last. Uh, an editorial, uh, Donuts and Disobedience which compares me to Henry David Thoreau. Who ate a woodchuck at Walden Pond, as I recall. He did not eat donuts out there, but I... So, I was actually going to bring a woodchuck, and I'm so glad I didn't do some of the things I was thinking about, you know. Actually bringing in a woodchuck and eating it, or... You know. But anyhow, it's very nice to be here with you, and I think we... Everyone's... The donuts are here. We encourage you to go up during band numbers and take as many as you want, give you something to do during those lapses, and then uh, bring them back here and, and enjoy them while you listen to the band. Uh, in other news, uh, quarterback and most valuable player Brett Favre, as you realize, signed a... Yes. So, who booed Brett Favre in Wisconsin? Oh, that's you. Oh, huh? Okay, all right. The kid who said the cops are coming for the donuts because they smell the donuts. Um, you know, I just want one further thing on this donut thing. I don't want to beat this into the ground because they're not good that way. I, I think what they underestimated was not me, but they underestimated the power of the donut in Wisconsin, what it means to people in Wisconsin, because people pull over for two reasons here in Wisconsin. One, if an ambulance is coming. Two, if a hostess truck is coming. <laughs> and in other news, Quarterback and most valuable player Brett Favre signs with the Green Bay Packers for reported 50 million donuts, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Former Republican Chairman Haley Barber in front of the Senate Committee uh, Campaign Abuse Committee denies taking Chinese money, noting that, in fact, it came from Hong Kong. <laughs> which, at the time, was British, so he was taking British money. That's entirely different. Other Republicans have been accused of accepting an illegal 2.1 million Donuts, ladies and gentlemen, at a dollar a donut. Uh, in Washington, the tax uh, talks are stalled over the cuts of $85 billion, uh, disputed between Democrats and Republicans. That uh, comes out to exactly a seven billion dozen donuts <laughs> at terrorist rates. Probably, uh, <laughs> they're arguing with the fact that only 40 dozen of those donuts will go to working poor. And in science, the, the lamb with human genes, you may have read about this now, they've cloned a lamb with human genes in it. Uh, uh, it's in the news now. It's accused the shepherd of sexual harassment. <laughs> a 
Life on the farm could be a lot different if this continues. Uh, in Russia, space officials are boasting of a new Russian invention to seal a leaking mirror capsule from the vacuum of space uh, and the bombardment of micrometeorites. It's called Dutsky Tapeski. <laughs> Dutsky Tapeski. I could do that if I had another chance, I'm sure. And in San Diego, the world's first automated highway is up and running, featuring a totally hands-off electronic driving and animatronic Mexican immigrants running across at intervals. <laughs> That's all the news that isn't. Where is the Reverend Tim Kale? We can get up here for just a second here. Now, we thought that we'd appeal to a higher authority here since the Monona Terrace Authority says that uh, we, we're serving contraband to people here. We thought we'd go to a higher authority. I wanted to get originally a rabbi uh, and a minister. The rabbis apparently are working on Saturdays. Um, we've got the Reverend Tim Kale. United Church of Christ? That's right. Is that the one? Does that make you a Methodist? Uh, no, it makes, no. Me, <laughs> makes me confused. Yeah, okay. But you're, you would... What denomination is that? UCC, right? a lot of times we say yeah. United Church of Christ, it's Unitarian, Unitarians considering Christ. Oh, it's, it's Unitarian. <laughs> oh, awesome. <laughs> why don't you ask me how the church business is? Yeah, how's business at the church? Uh, the God business? It's yeah. looking up. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, he's been on the speaker circuit for quite a while now. <laughs> and we're cool. hearing the, the best of it right now. Now, we thought that uh, we would appeal to you to do a little blessing over the foodstuffs here and I hope to appeal to a higher authority and I know that uh, you have that there. Uh, well, I do. Right. I think it's a serious moment and uh, may we bow for prayer. Dear God, you have promised to hear our prayer when we come to you in all humility. Today we would ask you to bless these simple yet healthful elements of donuts and coffee. May the buzz that we receive from the caffeine and the high from these pastries Sustain us for the show we must endure. <laughs> Forgive us our sins. Give us our daily donuts. Guard and defend us from all manner of evil, especially food police and Minnesota-based caterers. <laughs> As your servant, Balaam, once defeated the Philistines with the jawbone of an ass. Here we go. Continue to so equip our leader, Brother Feldman. <laughs> the Reverend Tim Kale performing the benediction on our food stuff. Thank you very much. Very nice moment. A little spirituality is always Very touching. Good. It was touching, I thought. And uh, of course, these two guys here added their own spiritual. Actually, John is actually choked up. I'm never quite. <coughs> yeah. Well, it's the air conditioning. Oh, it's the air conditioning. Yeah. What a night. You're, was it bad in Chicago? Were you in Chicago last night? No. You were here. Yeah. It was bad here. I had air conditioning. I didn't really care. But there were tornadoes going on all over town. There were. Man, you should get out more. I know. Yeah. I wonder what that little sign was on the television. You know, yeah. That little... Well, I thought it was pretty cool. There was a tornado right on the lake here. There was a, or a pocket that was turning into a tornado, and I thought, well, this is a sign. <laughs> you know? I, I've been taking this donut thing a little seriously, maybe. But, you know, <laughs> thought, wow, God's interested in 
in bakery and produce. You know, I mean, I, I, apparently... A well, little whirling thing on TV actually did look like a kind of a donut, kind of a funnel. Oh, you noticed? What did you think those were? Funnel the whole cake time? or something? That's, those are tornado warnings. I yeah. guess so, yeah. yeah. But you never go outdoors, so you're, you're pretty safe. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and uh, Jeff, good to see you too. Did you take shelter last night? You did? In your base? <laughs> Under your base? Over your base. If I know you, you threw yourself over your base in the event of any, anything that happened. Jeff has like a fallout shelter in his house. He's got like a sub-sub-basement that's like... You do? Way down there. You Is could, there like an airlock on and a shotgun inside? You could really hunker down in there. And, oh. Well, you wouldn't cool. know if it was light or dark or if everything been dis- has been destroyed. And you like. know who he's going to admit if, in case there is a nuclear disaster. Yeah, I think right. I do. And it's not going to be us, I'll tell you that. <laughs> All right, well, anyway, uh, what's this first number we're going to be, John? This is a blues I wrote called Jammin' with Jay. Okay, get some donuts now. John Tooling, Jeff Eccles.
listening to What Do You Know on PRI, Public Radio International. Very nice. Uh, what was that call? Jamming with Jay. Jamming with Jay. Very nice little tune. We'll be back later in the show, and people are still up at the uh, treat table here. What, what are you eating there, sir? It's uh, pineapple upside down cake. Pineapple upside down cake. Who made that? Uh, somebody's doing a fundraiser for Bob Dole. They're trying to raise money to help him. A <laughs> little late, but better late than never. Okay, you got the pineapple upside down cake. Well, what do you have there? A formula. Oh, formula. Okay, very nice. Well, I think coffee might be good, but you don't want to get the kid too buzzed during a show because, you know, that goes. And Let's see. I just want to check the table back here. This is where the action is at this party. See? You go to all this trouble to get donuts and coffee, and they ignore the show, and they hang around the table. What have, what's the change for? This is the bake sale to raise money for Newt Gingrich. It's made with genuine Dole pineapple. It's a pineapple upside-down cake. But we've only got two cents. People aren't donating to Newt very much. Right, we'll try, and, try and cough up. Or after you eat it, you cough up. Eh? And this is like, look, at people are actually eating my green bean casserole. Isn't that amazing? What are you going to have here? Any idea? No. Try this jello. This is called broken glass jello. I, it's not really glass, I don't think. I bought it at Kohl's. And I, it looks pretty good. No, really. Let me give you some of that while I'm back here. This is really cool looking. It's got like stained glass. And put the plate right under there because it flops. Okay. Here, take this spoon so no one else can get some. Okay, that's just a serving spoon. That's good. Okay, you folks, you know, join us at the show when you get a chance. I know this is important. I know this is important. You're the donut guy, aren't you? Yeah, how are you? You're, uh... I'm Bill Stanger, Oak House Bakery. Thank you very much for bringing those donuts. Did you encounter any... <laughs> Did you encounter any uh, armed, armed clowns coming in? No armed clowns. Uh, my only adversity was the heat, but I was prepared to bribe the cops with donuts if I had to. Right. It would have worked, too, I think. I think that would have worked. And I, Thanks I to say that the donuts are donated today by Oak House. Finally, after uh, 12 years, he donated a lousy batch of donuts. What a guy you are. Thank you very much. Nice to have you here. We got uh, Pat. Where's Pat Moriarty here from Janesville? He's a pharmacist, and uh, I like that notion. A little traveling music, John. You know, traveling music while well, I move around the audience. It's a very important part of radio production. Traveling music. Yes. Yeah. For years, I've been saying to John, oh, is it 12 years now, John? Saying when I move in the audience, you know, a little tinkle, you know, while, while I move around, because I am, no, because it would be nice, you know, that covers those silences. Thank you, Jeff, for being a radio professional. <laughs> now, where is uh, Pat Moriarty? Hi, how are you? I'm fine. From Janesville, I see here. Yes. And you're a pharmacist? Yes. And uh, how's that working out for you? It's just fine. Do you stand on a little uh, platform to work? No, isn't it? No, it's at ground level. You're at ground level. Why, why do some pharmacists stand on platforms and some don't? That's a good question. Uh, pharmacies had been designed on small step-up platforms just so that you could have better communicate with patients. Um, so you'd be bigger than the patients. <laughs> you would tower over the patients because you're on the platform. Oh, yes. Yeah, so Isn't there some sort of pharmaceutical you, you could take that would make you think you were on the platform? I'm, yes, I'm sure there is. I'm sure there is. Okay. Uh, Pat, uh, nice to have your family with, with you here. Yes, my wife, Judith, my daughter, Eleanor. Hi. Hi. And this is? This is Dylan. Dylan, how you doing? Good. Is that D-Y-L-A-N? Uh, yeah. Uh, do, do you think you're named after somebody? 
Yeah, who are you named after? Ask mom. Ask mom. Okay, I guess you're done. Who's he named after? Dylan Thomas, the poet. Dylan Thomas. Okay, I would have guessed Douglas Dylan, the former Treasury Secretary. <laughs> no. Oh, there I go. Did... Oh, hi. How are you? Hello there. Getting enough to eat? Did you get some? Three or four. Yeah. Three or four. Start. You're you're a growing boy, and I uh, appreciate that. Uh, did you have a question, Pat? Yes. I wanted to know what kind of donut is the official donut of the What Do You Know show? Well, you know, I haven't yet endorsed a donut. But if I did, I think it would have to be the Long John. <laughs> I was thinking more in terms of glazed donuts, but Long John's very good, too. Yeah, I'd like my name behind a Long John. Uh, and I actually, we're thinking next week of having a pharmaceutical table. So maybe I could speak to you about that. Because the donuts don't seem to be working for this audience. They're just sitting there and eating. We need people a little more up. Everybody has a medicine cabinet that has partially used medication in it. You could probably get quite a few things on your table. Okay. <laughs> I could probably get another week of news articles about that, I bet you. <laughs> Maybe another editorial, you know. Uh, compare me to Timothy Leary. Let's see, what else we got here? Um, Sue Miller from Oshkosh. Oh, hi, Sue. Everyone's in the same row. That's, that's, how are you? I'm just fine, thanks. Are you involved with that fly-in there where the planes uh, land? Just watching on the ground. Yeah. Isn't it kind of scary because they have these experimental planes that guys have built in their garages <laughs> flying over your house. Does that bother you at all? I do think about that. <laughs> <laughs> nothing ever happens. Hardly. Little, they're little planes. Right. They'd make little holes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably just take out the den and part of the garage. That's true. Uh, Sue, uh, what's your question? Well, I'd like you to ask Kevin from New York why he's here today when he's supposed to be at a wedding shower. Kevin from New York. Is Kevin from New York here? Kevin from New York. Supposed to be at a wedding shower. He's sitting in an audience here. For no particular reason. A little traveling music, huh? A little traveling music. See this? <laughs> Jeff's got a... Jeff is perched there with a cup of coffee in his hand and a half-eaten donut in his mouth and cannot oh, play the talking about donuts and coffee. It's making us yes. hungry. And John is, John is just sitting there letting me twist. How are you? I am fine. You're Kevin from New York? That's me. Kevin, you came in all the way from New York for the didn't wedding shower? Didn't have a ticket. Came down. Well, no, I didn't actually. We're, we're, it's dual purpose. We're moving here. We're looking for houses and but stuff. But there's a wedding shower you're supposed there to be at. a wedding shower I could have gone to today, but I wanted to come here instead and see this. You know, I mean, you, I don't get a chance to see you this. didn't buy a gift, did you? Oh, no, my, no, 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 my wife. It's, it's my wife's uh, future sister-in-law. Your wife's future sister-in-law. What would that make that to you? Well, I guess it would make it my sister-in-law, too, wouldn't it? Isn't that the way it works? If you're, married, if you're married to your wife, which is another long, question. It's a long story, and it's a confusing family, and I, I just... You don't like wedding showers? Uh, no. They're like Tupperware parties. I mean, that's, I've never, you know, I've been to one, and I'll never go to another one. One of the sisters is probably listening right now in Chicago. Yeah, they're lovely. They're lovely affair. They're nice. Oh, it's in Chicago. Yeah, it's in Chicago. She drove down. I stayed here. To oh, so you missed it by three total hours right now. You couldn't even get there. Oh, yeah. yeah Where did yeah. you get her? A little uh, dip bowl thing. Oh, <laughs> just what a young couple needs. A little dip bowl thing. Those are very nice. Looks like a little backyard party, a little guy sitting there who's the actual dip cup, you know. Isn't that cute? That is very nice. You're not from around here, and you thought of that. The wedding thing. No, from the, that's, around here, that would be like a treasured item. 
in a good china cabinet, something like that. I was born in Chicago, so. Oh, so you're kind of Midwest. I dig. I, I know what's going on. I, the most useless thing we got, I think, was a, one of those pasta makers. Like, who's going to make their own pasta? I mean, granted, you might try it once to see if you could do it, right? But then you've got to hang it out like laundry over the chair. That's right, and dry it. They tell you you have to dry it, which I never got to that part. And pasta is cheap, ladies and gentlemen. Just buy me a box of pasta. You know, give me a couple boxes of pasta because I'm getting married. What the heck? Or give me a gun that's you know, loaded and, uh, and uh, something I could use. So I'm blowing off the family today, and uh, they're all going to know about it now because Donna probably is listening right now. Hi, Donna. Hi, Donna. Say, everybody say hi to Donna. Hi, Donna. <laughs> Kevin's here, hi, luxuriating in the cool here, while it's about 117 degrees outside. Well, nice to have you here, Kevin. Sorry about the marriage. Uh, and where is, uh, is this Red Abba? Red Abba? Oh, Rod Abba. Okay, well, I've enjoyed your records for many years when you were with Abba. Uh, where is Red Abba? Oh, Rod Abba. Rod, Rod. See, it looks like an E. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. John, you can stop with the traveling music. I'm here. <laughs> Maybe we should do a rehearsal sometime. And I'll just, but then we don't have people during a rehearsal. Right. Yeah. I'll throw okay. it off anyway. Yeah. Just think radio. Okay, radio. Okay. Uh, or just think, you know, anything is fine. Uh, uh, Rod Abba Oshkosh Research, what do you research? Uh, well, I, personal care products. Oh, is this a secret? <laughs> is this something that would go under your arm? Uh, no. Uh, is it a product that uh, females may use as opposed to males? Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> would this be a product that freshens? As well as protects. That's possible. Interesting. Okay. I won't go any further with this line of questioning. I'll turn it over to you. Hello. Oh, okay. No. Okay. You don't want to go any further. Okay. So you're working in research. Is this kind of hush-hush stuff? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You don't want to say the name of the company? Huh? Uh, Casey. Casey. Kimberly Clark. Oh, Kimberly Clark. Of course. Yes. You know, I did a, uh, a speech in front of uh, the Kotex people one time. Are you, is that Kimberly Clark? Yes, yes yeah, it is. It was. It was, you guys. And I, I was up in Green Bay. It was one of my strangest experiences. I really worked hard on it. I, I saw all their videos. And I read all the product descriptions and about all the little micro dots that someone invented for, the, you know, there's this thing. Some guy received a patent on it, you know, and I, and I it was very, and I, and I took one and I cut it up to, for use as a male product, you know. Like I don't, and, uh, and I was talking about, you know, they didn't appreciate any of this, needless to say. They're, they're like you. They're very... They're very concerned about the image of their products. And I said, they've got a new product for fish, and the problem is it soaks up all the water in the bowl, you know. And, and nobody laughed, and they gave me my whatever it was, $50, and I got out of there really quick. I think you could have a career with us. Yeah, but that I met the guy who, invited, who invented the, the micro dots uh, from, from the, the tampon micro dots. Don't know. I, I shook his hand. Really? I'm sorry, did you have a question? Yeah, I wanted you to ask my mother about her new hairdo. She here? Mom got a new hairdo. Hi, Mom. How are you? Hi. I'm fine. What's your first name? Levon. Levon. Stand up just a second, Levon. We're going to show people this new hairdo. Ooh. I think it's a lovely hairdo. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Is this a new style for you, a shorter style? It's shorter, that's yeah. all. I think it's very nice. It's young. It's summery. <laughs> it doesn't need much care. It doesn't need much care. No, you know, right. Mine's getting there, too, but, you know, <laughs> mine needs less and less care, but it looks very nice on you, don't you think? Thank you. Yes. Thank you for being here. 
He thought he could embarrass you. We like your hair. We like your hair. I think it looks very attractive. All right, we're going to play a round of the What Do You Know quiz because we think that's uh, something to do. And uh, before we can do it, of course, we have to somehow get to the person who's down. See, now, if this wasn't here, if Frank Lloyd Wright hadn't thought this was important, <laughs> I could get to my audience. What was he thinking of, you know, back in 1938 when he designed this room? Yes, the four disclaimers. Now, who has those? Yes, could you come down here, please, and join me? See, this is good. See, now you're filling. This is called Phil, and that's what it's all about. You are? Lynn David. Lynn David. Kill the Phil. Would you do the honors, please, Lynn? Thank you. The four disclaimers. All questions used on what do you know have been painstakingly researched, although the answers have not. Ambiguous, misleading, or poorly worded questions are par for the course. Listeners who are sticklers for the truth should get their own shows. Anyone got a glazed for a powder? <laughs> Persons employed by the International House of Radio. I always think I want to say International House of Pancakes. Oh, everyone makes that mistake. Yeah. <laughs> or its member stations are lucky to be working at all, let alone tying up the office phones trying to play the quiz. Listeners who have won recently should sit on their hands and let someone else have a chance for a change. All opinions expressed on what do you know are well-reasoned and insightful. Needless to say, they are not those of the International House of Radio, its member stations, or lackeys. Anyone who says otherwise is itching for a fight. Well done. Extremely well done. Thank you very much. Let's see the hands of those of you who want to try it at the quiz. Here's a chance for you to win fabulous prizes simply for knowing uh, what you know and being who you are. Yes, this gentleman here in the blue shirt. Yes, sir, you're obviously the choice. I think you're the people's choice. Come down here. I'll meet you at this aisle. make this mess here, ma'am? There's a tremendous mess around your seat here. My daughter did. She's daughter did Okay, all right. Well, I'm going to hear about that tomorrow, I'll tell you. Here's why we don't let donuts in this place. Hi, are How are you? Uh, fine, thank you very much. You are? Dave Fisher. Dave Fisher, where are you from? Strum. Strum. Where is Strum? <laughs> it's Basio. Strum is near Osseo. You're near the pie lady there up there. I'm near the pie lady. I know the pie lady personally. That's amazing. Mm. Well, give me one good reason why you should play this quit. Uh, because I haven't brought anything to eat, and I really feel guilty about that. And I'm you want to work through this guilt with me in front of all our listeners? Okay. Work out this guilt. Come on down here and join us. Up this way. Have a seat, if you will. For tax purposes, uh, last name is Fisher. Fisher, with a C. With a fee, a C. Not a fee. No, if there's a fee, with a you'll fee. pay one. Okay. First name is <laughs> Dave. Dave. Or David. Mm. David. Okay. Middle yeah. name? Frederick. Frederick. Okay. SS number? Mm. <laughs> it's part of terrorist policy. I'm sorry. I have to. I'll get it later. Okay. Dave Fisher, what do, what do you do, Dave? I'm a rural mail carrier. You are. Well, yeah. aren't you supposed to be working? You guys deliver on Saturdays, don't you? Uh, some do. <laughs> so let me get this straight. Let me get this straight. You have the option of delivering or not delivering. It is purely optional. It's optional. Mm -hmm. So uh, you, you don't deliver for religious reasons? <laughs> yes, for religious and political Brother. reasons. Yes. Brother Fisher. <laughs> it's amazing. There aren't many Jewish uh, rural carriers, I bet you. And uh, it's, it's meeting one here, as a matter of fact. That's a, that's a, you'll enjoy this. Here's 
some uh, matzahs. So matzahs. You've, you've won already. Oh. Yeah. You ever had those? Wonderful. I never have. Well, here, let's have them. <laughs> I feel a part of an outreach now, actually. I'm going <laughs> to... The pie lady this... does not serve matzahs. She doesn't, no. <laughs> no. no, no. That's Helen. Helen That's Helen, Helen Meyer. Meyer, yeah. Mm. yeah. She's quite a gal. Great oh, pies, yes. but they're not matzah. Let's face it. <laughs> A matzah is an odorless, tasteless substance <laughs> that's uh, been compressed into sheets. And actually, you've delivered something like this, I bet, but usually it's called junk mail. <laughs> just, there's some water there. Here. Just take, take a nibble and tell me your first reaction. It's such a pleasure for me to spread the word like that. What do you think? It could use more salt. More salt. Okay, well, here, I want you to take this whole box with you. I'll put it here. Thank you next, so much. Next Saturday when you're not delivering, you can stamp those or something. <laughs> Now, so uh, is this is part of your vacation time maybe now? Or I took a day off. Took a day off. You mm -hmm. can do that now. So who's doing your round? Earl Nelson. Earl? Earl. Earl is probably not listening. No. <laughs> is Earl an old-timer at this? Or He's is he... an old-timer. Yeah. Yes, he is. So he knows the route pretty good. Oh, he knows it in his sleep. So you think he's sleeping while he's doing things? It's very possible. But what's the thing you've got to watch out for in your route? What's the mistake? If a new, if a new person was covering your route, let's say they brought in a kid, What's the, the, the big mistake that he would make while covering your route? You want to watch out for children chasing your car. <laughs> <laughs> because they catch it and they can trash it. <laughs> exactly. Have I had this experience before? I could have sworn that a rural mail carrier said the same thing to me. It happens. Children chase the truck. Mm -hmm. But I mean, is there a spot that's a, a particularly hard to find or an address that doesn't exist? Because you're out there in the country and they don't have addresses, do they? Uh, no, they don't. It's yeah. uh, purely random. Mm -hmm. Oh, <laughs> so this is a decent job, isn't it? Oh, yes, yes. You work the days you want to. You deliver it to whoever. <laughs> so if there's if in the mailbox there's not a little present there on Christmas, a little <laughs> scarf or you know a pair of gloves or something, they're not going to see mail in January, no, are they? No, <laughs> no yeah. not until they cough up with a yeah nice gift. Whatever, whatever you mm -hmm. like, you know, a box of chocolates for the wife, something like that. Okay, that's right. And Str are you from Strum? I'm from Strum. Grew up in Strum? In the country outside of Strum. Yes. Did you? On a farm? On a farm. And is the farm still going? Is the Strum no. family farming out no, there now? No, no. The Strum, <laughs> not that particular farm. No. Just, Never wanted to go into farming? I farmed with my father for several years, but... And that uh, cured you, huh? It much? did. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of farm was it? Did you... Dairy farm. Dairy farm, okay. Well, nice to have you here. Dave, someone out there, uh, and we have a lot of mail carriers who listen. You do. I want to say hello to Bev. Who is Bev, on Route 3 today. Bev on Route 3? She happens to be Helen the Pie Lady's daughter. Oh, well, that and all she... works out. <laughs> <laughs> we had Helen on one time on our show. I, I remember that. Before she went on Letterman and got too famous to talk to me anymore. <laughs> you know, so that played out there. So uh, someone out there calls in. Uh, Jim, what's that number? That number is 1-800-942-5669. Here's the question. That? If you know, give us a call here. Thanks, Jim. Sorry, I didn't mean to step on you. Uh, which state in the year 2001 will have, had, will have been governed by Jims, speaking of Jim, for 28 consecutive years. Which state will have been governed by Jims for 28 consecutive years? There's a state in the union. If you know, give us a call here at 1-800-WHA-KNOW-9425669. Uh, Which state, if you want to run for governor, you better be named Jim. If you know, give us a call here. Let's go to the phones right now. We've got uh, Mark in Baltimore. Mark? Hi, Michael. Hi, how you doing? Great. Glad to hear it. Uh, is it warm out there? We have really a lot of heat here right now. Now, we've had over 100 for about two weeks, but today is a very mild, about 92. Oh, good. <laughs> Glad to hear it. There's hope for us then. Yeah. Mark, well, what state is only governed by gyms? 
Um, you know, I was just thinking about this this morning. <laughs> <laughs> How odd. Well, life is full of coincidences. Um, Illinois? Uh, no, they have had their shit. They had uh, Big Jim. And Big Jim? Little Jim? Little Jim. That's two gyms, but that's, uh, the state has more gyms. I'm sorry, Mark. Me too. <laughs> I feel really bad. Can you remember? Just call me. We'll talk sometime, okay? Can I get a T-shirt? Uh, no, you don't get anything, Jim. Okay. Uh, Mark. <laughs> it was nice talking to you. <laughs> Jim. Okay. You're Jim. He's Mark. Okay, I got it now. Tim in North... Hi. How's it going? It's going great. Yeah? Got plans for the uh, evening? Most likely uh, doing some gardening. At night? Well, it's hot. What, are you into night soil or that sort of thing? <laughs> well, it cools off a lot during the evening, so mm -hmm. it's a little easier to get out there and do it. And what do you got in this year, Tim? Oh, I've got some summer squash. Summer squash. And... Can't kill that, can you? <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> and what else? Just the squash? Got a small garden as far as vegetables, mostly flowers. Oh, nice. I'm glad for you. Any pests out there you worry about? Uh, squash bugs and aphids. Oh, those aphids, because they're so small. You try and catch individual aphids, they can just drive you nuts. Exactly. You know what we do here is we put out uh, a bucket of beer. Really? In the garden, yeah. The slugs uh, crawl in there and yeah. die. And then well, you can drink it. Uh, you know, after they're all done, <laughs> you drink it off. <laughs> the teeth stop the slugs from entering your system. <laughs> <laughs> try it. All right, Tim, uh, what's, what state has been governed only by gyms? Well, um, I'm going to say California. No, I'm afraid that's not right, Tim. Uh, Sorry. Thanks for trying, though. Thanks. Okay. Oh, kind of disappointing there. I thought he had it. The question is, which state in 2001 will have been governed by gyms for 28 consecutive years? And I'll, I'll give you a hint. I guess it is a southern state. Just to give you a little bit of a hint there. If you know, give us a call here, 1-800-W-H-A-K-N-O-W. Let's go to Harry in Harrysburg. Ohio. Oh, it's me. Hi there. I can hear me in the radio and you're in your house, but I'm not saying anything. Well, I'm trying to turn the thing off, but... Oh, thanks, Harry. You bet. How's it going? Not bad. Yourself? I'm oh, pretty good. Harry, what do you do for a way of life or a walk of life? I work for the government. Oh, ours? Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, in uh, what capacity? I uh, work for the Social Security Administration. Oh, that's interesting. Do you check people's files just for a, a joke now and then, or...? <laughs> No, I try to keep my hands off them. I try not to do too much of that kind of work. I'm in management, you know. Oh, you're in management. Yeah. What do you think about that uh, Senate thing that's going to take all the computer games off the government computers? you think that's... I don't know how I'm going to pass the time of day. <laughs> 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 okay, Harry, the question, what state is governed by gyms? Well, my original thought was the same as the first fellows of oh. Illinois, but obviously that was wrong. But I was thinking maybe you could tell me east or west of the Mississippi River. Well, I said south. <laughs> you did say south? Yeah, and when I say south, I usually think east of the Mississippi River. Mm. So let's say... Uh, um... Possibly one of the Carolinas, I could tell you that much. Well, let's try North Carolina. North Carolina is right! <laughs> Harry, Dave. Hi, Dave. Hi, Harry. Okay, two guys talking. <laughs> yeah. And now we order and we sit around and, <laughs> and stare at the barn for the rest of the time. How long does it take us to bond here? Oh, that's about it, I think, all the time you have. That's all you need, really, right? You comfortable yeah. with that? How's nice. the weather in Ohio? Uh, right now it looks sort of uh, cloudy and muggy. Yeah. Cloudy and muggy. Yeah. I know that look. <laughs> <laughs>
Dave, you got a good style. You know, you're a stylist. I like, I like that about you. You ever thought of being in radio or communications? Or? No. Just male. <laughs> Just yeah. driving the car all day and smile. Yeah. That's... Yeah, you got a great smile. Be, it helps on your route, right? People like that. You think just get in that truck and just keep driving? <laughs> oh, yeah. Head for Canada, and they'll give you asylum up there. And you... All right, Harry and Dave, you guys work together. Uh, Harry, let's pick the first category. What would you like? Uh, people. People it is. All right, according to Penthouse, kids, tune out right now, please. <laughs> according to Penthouse Magazine, employees of which of the following corporations access their website the most? Did you know they keep records of that? Isn't that embarrassing? <laughs> Apparently they do. So is it NASA, AT&T, or IBM? Any thoughts on that, Dave? NASA, AT&T, IBM. Yeah, the Penthouse website. Who mm -hmm. access, accesses that the most? I haven't visited that website. No. No, I'm sure. We're not accusing you of anything. <laughs> Well, you know, Thank Dave, you. Um, you know, Dave, uh, NASA is another government agency. Uh, that's true, and, and we both know about government agencies, yeah. so <laughs> it's quite possible that... Or AT&T or IBM. Or AT&T or IBM. <laughs> well, I, I don't know if you heard the other two. AT&T or IBM. IBM sounds like sort of a avant-garde sort of group. I would think so. They, they would be kind of... And they do call them Big Blue. <laughs> So what everybody leaning towards IBM? What do you say? Let's go IBM. I'll go with you. Oh, IBM. I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> no, it is. It's IBM. I don't know how you <laughs> And Jim, that would be? One right, no wrong. And get this, universities, they have the, you know, the colleges, the employees of the colleges that access penthouse. Number one, University of Minnesota. See you again. <laughs> <laughs> Number two, University of Wisconsin. <laughs> Again, they eke us out. It's this Minnesota cloud that we live under, ladies and gentlemen. Every part of our lives is governed by them. All right, so you got one right, and you're on the road to success here. Dave, what would you like? One of these. Current events, places, school, science, or odds and ends? Why don't we try places? Places. Can you listen to the show while you're delivering? On always. Always. Every Saturday. Where would you be now during the quiz? Let's see. I would probably be over by uh, going down the hill by Craig Potter's place. Craig Potter. <laughs> <laughs> Craig, keeping it up pretty good? Oh, said? yes. Well, he lives quite a ways off the road, so yeah. it really doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> Can you come every week? I like you. That's a lot to keep up there, the potter's oh, yes, place. Oh, yes, yes, it is. I heard he's thinking of selling it off. Mm, a driveway like that, I'd consider it, well, too. Yeah. No, 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 no. Well, a county won't plow that, you know, the only... No, 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 only if yeah. he'd leave a few more presents. In the yeah, then they'll plow <laughs> that's, that's the way it works. He'll get every place out. All right. Uh, I'm sorry. Well, there was a question here. Yes, places, right? Mm -hmm. Right. All right. When voters in Volusia County, Florida, mistakenly voted for either water or soil in the county soil and water conservation district uh, election, <laughs> which one? <laughs> Did more people vote soil or more people vote water? I See, it was a confusing ballot. And it was a... I'm not sure I have a real clear picture on this question. Yes, all right. <laughs> We're in Volusia County, Florida. Okay, there is an election there, one of these little elections they have all the time, a county election for the Soil and Water Conservation District, okay, an initiative. People mistakenly wrote in either soil or water, thinking that was, it was either or <laughs> on the ballot. Uh, so I want to know which one, water or soil. 
All right, Dave, give an opinion. All right, Harry, do you have any uh, any idea? Uh, not a clue. Uh, no. <laughs> I, well? uh, I know that in Florida they frequently, uh, you hear about them worrying about uh, the the water uh, water situation down there deteriorating, so maybe uh, maybe Volusia County is a farming community and they wanted to have more soil. What do you think? I thought you were leaning towards water there for a minute. Well, then, then, then you went towards <laughs> soil. Right. A little confusing ballot, confusing uh, Being response. whipsawed on this What was the name of the county? Volusia? I think Volusia, yes. You don't know Close if it's as in I can get northern to. or southern? No, I'm afraid I don't. Hmm. Well? I can go find it. <laughs> I can access uh, probably somehow. Let's see. Soil or water? Yeah, water or so. Well, what does the audience think? I'm willing to go with water. <laughs> I think I will go with water. Water is right. Water. <laughs> is right. Water by a landslide, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Jim, that's two right and no wrong. Excellent. Okay, you're on the road to success. One more right, and you've won the quiz. Checking your watch. You got to be mm -hmm. at a. Got something coming up. Lunch. Oh, lunch. <laughs> You can't get out of the routine, can you? <laughs> did you bring something with you? No, you didn't, did you? You no, said I didn't. you didn't I bring didn't, a dish I... to pants. That's okay, though. Help yourself anyway, whatever's there. Uh, what would you like? Current mm. events, school, science, or odds and ends? I guess it's back to Harry, isn't it? Back to Harry. Yeah. Let's see. Don't want science. Uh, odds and ends. Don't want science, huh? Bad subject for you in school? Well, they all were. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's why I work for the government now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, compound, green stick, complete, simple, and comminuted. Huh? Whatever. Who knew that? Are varieties of what? Please. Compound, green stick. If to break every bone in your body, sir, I will stop you from yelling things out. Compound? Yeah, compound. Uh, what's that pronounced? Comminuted. Didn't I say that? I thought I did. Uh, green stick, complete, and simple. Varieties of what? Somebody yelled something. What was it? What was it? No. Con Did he say convoluted or con... <laughs> no, I'm convoluted. <laughs> it's com comminuted. Comminuted? Yeah. Forget that one. How about green stick, complete, <laughs> compound, and simple? Varieties of, of what? Talk it over. Harry, any idea? Not a clue. I'll take a guess. Oh, I think... Carrie, I might take a guess at uh, fractures. Fractures? I'm not over that. My wife agrees. You don't think maybe they're trusses or something? Or? <laughs> a green stick truss is really yeah. a bad, bad thing. Yeah, you don't want to be standing <laughs> under it, especially in this weather. I'll tell you. <laughs> so you're saying fractures? Go along with that, Harry? Yeah. Fractures is right. Congratulations. <laughs> I don't know how you got that. You didn't seem to have it, and you did. Well, Jim, they can quit now, can't they? Have, they have indeed. And, uh, Dave, but no one ever has, have they? I don't think so. <laughs> no. Not that I can recall. No. You can go on and try for the mother load. All you have to do is win or answer correctly two more questions from our three remaining categories, and you can win a jackpot of prizes. However, if you miss either of these questions, about the best that you can do is Jeff's new book on fishing, Chasing the Smallmouth Bass. <laughs> What's it going to be, gentlemen? Go on, quit. Harry? I'm with you. I think we'd better go for it. All right, Harry. All right, Dave. Got to get the next two right. Get either one of them wrong, you lose. You know that. What remains, Jim? Current events, school, or science? 
Dave? Uh, let's try current events. Current events. Okay, that's fine. There it is. All right. In Texas, uh, two high school students, this is right out of the news now, two high school students have been suspended for wearing what alleged gang-related paraphernalia? Probably read about this. Um, Harry, you. do you recall? Boy. I recall reading it, and I can't. I, I'm the same way. I, I've seen something about this, but I do not recall what it was. Yeah. Uh, but it was something that I think that we wouldn't think of as being gang-related. No, we wouldn't. I, I believe I do recall. Yeah? It what was, was it? Rosary beads. Harry? I'm with him. That's right. They're wearing their rosary beads. They're suspended. Hopefully they're back in school now. What's the score, Jim? Four right, no wrong. All right, this is the uh, deciding question. Get it right, you win. Get it wrong, you lose. And Jim, what's left? School and science. So we know science is out. So <laughs> yeah, you we want, know where we're going. That's you want school. school. <laughs> okay, all right. All right, let's see. All right. Well, no, I don't think you get that one there. You did go to school, Harry. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. That's good. All right, let's <laughs> No, I don't think so. Ever, ever in the Navy? No. No, no okay, <laughs> got it. Um, all right, well, let's try this here now. Uh, all right. No, I don't think... Okay. Which part of a castle is the Merlin? M-E-R-L-O-N. I'll give you multiple choice on this, okay? What part of a castle is the Merlin? Is it the gate to the drawbridge? Is it those things that stick up on top of it? You know, where they hide before they pour the boiling oil on you? Uh-huh. Or is it the tower, the rounded tower, or the keep of the castle? The Merlin. M-E-R-L-O-N. Boy, if I had somebody that was looking uh, at... Harry, are you into medieval architecture? Not in the least. <laughs> That's his passion, actually. <laughs> uh, the odds on that are just astronomical. Uh, let me see. Let me think real hard about Let's this. Let's think this through, shall we? Think about this. The gate to the drawbridge, the things that stick up on the top of the... Castle and make it look like a castle. If you're drawing a castle for kids, that's what you got to put in there, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So I know that's a castle. Merlin. Or the rounded tower. Or, or the, the rounded tower. Keep. Oh, I'm getting any number of responses here. From whom? Are you, yeah. um, you're here alone. I yes, can't yes, I, I'm I, here I'm alone. I'm getting a couple of responses the... too here, but I. <laughs> you can't give those, though, can you? <laughs> what, do you th- what's, what are you leaning towards? Talk it over now with your partner. You need your partner here, Dave. You need Harry well, for this. Um, Harry? Let's, let's start out by saying the drawbridge part. Uh, Any that, thoughts that, on that? That was the one response I didn't get. I'm getting the second. A lot of them have sliding doors now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the second one was the... Uh, not, you don't get a lot of light. The, 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 like the turrets sort of? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. The, that's right. The, 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 the uh, sticky-uppy things. Uh, I can go with turrets. Turrets sounds good to me. I like turrets. Turrets? I... Oh, I guess no. We need, we need you guys to read. So, do we think those guys know? Well, now, this is, I see what, I'm beginning to see a problem here. What if it's a tower with turrets? This is what's you confusing. See, now you're getting, you're, you're guilty here of overthink. This is the classic overthink. You can think yourself right out of the right answer. We've seen it happen yes. time and again. Yes, the Uber thinker. Yeah, the Uber thinker. Uber thinker. Uh, they're Uber thinker. Yeah. Listen, I'll tell yeah. you what, it's yeah. definitely those things right at the top where they pour the boiling oil through. Why do you think that, Harry? Uh, I don't want to tell you yet. Got dictionary, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm afraid you're right. <laughs> Try to avoid that. I 
should disqualify you, but it would be a downer. <laughs> Thank you very much, Harry. You were leaning towards it anyway, weren't you? I, I was. Yeah, pretty I much. was. But yeah. there were some there yeah. were some zealots out here that were yeah. going for the towers. So. Well, I was definitely hoping that you could stall long enough to. Yeah. <laughs> and where it goes down, it's called the crenel. Oh, the. Your Merlin leads down to your crenel. Yeah. Crenel is lower. Yeah, crenel is where you show your face to see if the, if the oil hit them. <laughs> <laughs> or not. And well, congratulations, you guys have won the whole deal. That's right. And Harry, uh, you. while you're wondering about the future of free donuts and bagels, you can look over the one directory you need whenever you travel, Where the Locals Eat. It's a guide to 10,000 restaurants in 1,000 cities from Magellan Press. You can find your way to the Monona Terrace Convention Center, even without your glasses, using the giant laminated Big Map of Wisconsin, four times the size of most other maps from the Big Map Company. You can keep the favorite feline friend in your life entertained and amused for hours with the one and only cat dancer from the mail shop, and discover the Jewish connection to the Old West on Michael Felvin's What Do You Know About Copeland CD from Nimbus <laughs> Records. And Dave, um, once you get your license to shoot uh, sandhill cranes, you can carve yes. it on a handsome hardwood cutting board in the shape of an apple screen printed with birds in flight. It's from northwestern Wisconsin's faraway farm. And then find out what happened to the Founding Fathers nearly 210 years ago. We've got a pack of cards portraying and describing the delegates of 1787 from Miracle at Philadelphia. Get a more contemporary flavor of Philadelphia with a package of authentic Philly foods, including Tasty Cakes Cupcakes, a real hoagie, Frank's Wishniak Soda, and even a Yo, What's Up button from A Taste of Philadelphia. <laughs> And finally, step out in Philadelphia society wearing that new Not Much You t-shirt designed by Michael Dior Feldman. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Nice to have you here. Nice. It's a pleasure to meet you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Oh, what a prize. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Harry. You did a great job. Thank you. Hang on just a second. Make sure you get that. Support for What Do You Know comes in part from the Monona Terrace Community and Convention Center. If you'd like to attend a What Do You Know broadcast at Monona Terrace in Madison, call the Memorial Union Box Office weekdays between 11 and 1 Central Time at 608-262-2201 with the next openings September 6th, 13th, and 20th. And let's say hello to the new listeners today in Colorado Springs, Colorado at KRCC-FM 91.5.
Support for Michael Feldman's What Do You Know is provided in part by Wisconsin Tourism. What Do You Know is produced by Wisconsin Public Radio for Public Radio International, Michael Feldman Producer International. This is PRI, Public Radio International.
From London, England to New London, Connecticut, it's Michael Feldman's What Do You Know from PRI, Public Radio International. That's John Tulin at the piano and Jeff Eccles on bass. I'm Jim Packard. In this hour of What Do You Know, thanks for the memos, the What Do You Know quiz, and a salute to Marion, Kansas. Support for What Do You Know comes from Public Radio International affiliate stations and the Public Radio International Program Fund. Support is also provided by the Monona Terrace Community and Convention Center, a stunning public place by Frank Lloyd Wright in the heart of downtown Madison on the shore of Lake Monona. With state-of-the-art convention, meeting, and banquet facilities, great views of the lake, and a one-acre garden on top of it all, Monona Terrace is a premier venue for your next get-together. Now, the man who'd rather be at Walden Pond eating donuts, Michael Feldman! <laughs> Well, each week at this time, we read actual memos from actual listeners. That's right. It's time once again for thanks for the memos. Actually, they're not memos this week, though, so we have to rename this bit, I guess. Well, there's, a, there's odds and ends there. Some things I thought that were kind of cute. Let's see if they are or not. This is from the Charleston Gazette. Uh, and on the heels of the Mike Tyson incident, uh, this, I, this was kind of interesting, I thought. Uh, someone sent this in. I forget who. Uh, a judge, uh, Judge Joseph Trozzi, apparently, uh, took the fight pretty seriously and, and incorporated it into his own work. And uh, apparently what happened was that uh, Judge Tarosi stepped down from the bench, took off his robe, and bit a defendant at least once on the nose, according to this, <laughs> uh, after deriding him during a bail hearing. So uh, apparently right now he's been suspended and they are reviewing those films at the Nevada Boxing Commission. So... <laughs> So apparently this goes on quite a bit. We don't hear about it now. It's brought out some of these instances. But it's a judge stepped down, took off his robe, and bit the defendant uh, on the nose, which I guess is justice in a certain sense. Uh, this uh, comes from an employee, employee uh, newsletter that was distributed at, uh, somewhere. I can't, I won't say where, but uh, says there, you see, oh, savings program, pre-retirement pre planning. And then down here it says, uh, pregnancy in the workplace available through staff development. I know that's kind of... <laughs> People send me, there's a little typo, I guess, or maybe not. This, there's another example of that, and it's a pretty good one, too. It's from the Department of Alcoholic Beverage Control, the state of California, and this is someone who had applied for a liquor license, basically. Uh, they didn't get it, and they were protesting that. And so the letter from the commission acknowledging the fact that they were protesting that begins, Dear Protestant. Or protestant, protestant, I guess it would be, dear Protestant. They should probably think that through. And speaking of typos, since we're doing that this morning, there's this one from a newspaper somewhere. Uh, where is this from? Rockford. Uh, that's, a, you know, Rockford's not too far from here. Uh, and it's under adoptions, and it says a baby to love, and this, it's, it's a very nice little thing. Active, energetic mom and dad and terrific big sister are ready to adopt a baby today. We live in a nice neighborhood, offers lots of security, plenty of playmates, uh, dad's flexible hours, uh, allow lots of attention and gentle, and gentle neutering for your baby. <laughs> We'd love to talk with you. Well, it makes you think maybe that'd be a good spot for the kid. Thank you very much for those typos. Thanks for the typos. Loads of attention and gentle neutering. 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 Another word for that I'm sure they were searching for. I wonder what that was. Yes. Nurturing. 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 There you are. Nurturing, neutering. You know, it's a thin line, really, when you think about 
And uh, Jim, where can they send these they memos? They should send uh, all of those memos, communications. Thanks for the memos, Michael Feldman, Wisconsin Public Radio, 821 University Avenue, Madison, Wisconsin, 53706. They can also fax them to you at 608-263-5635. Yeah, if they're online, how do they get to it? Online, it's uh, what do you know at uh, vilas.uwex.edu. No question marks in that. No, not in my mind. Not in my no, mind. No, not in yours either. Of course. Are you online now, Jim? I'm online, yeah. Oh, you are. Packard at Vilas? What well, are you trying to, get some, trying to get some email out there? Huh? Uh, no, you Fishing asked Fishing for email, huh? Certainly. Okay, so you can email Jim, and I'm not going to give you mine because, you know. Why? Well, I don't know. I'm shy. Then you feel like you got to write back. That's you know? true. You know. You just delete, get the delete. Yeah, but people remember that. Oh, yeah, I suppose. When you delete people, it's like neutering them. They remember that. <laughs> and you gentlemen, what's coming up? Any gigs you want to promote here? Is it, have you working at the Terrace yet? Any... Thing, this, uh, this place? Yeah. No. No. I don't think there's any events going on here. Oh. Today, I mean, tonight. Oh, whatever. it's a convention center, isn't it? There yeah. must be something going on. We're working at a wedding tonight. A wedding? What wedding is that? Um, I don't know. Jeff doesn't know. Do you know where it gig, is? but he's not sure. Huh? Where, where is it, Jeff? It's at a country club. Oh, which country club? Uh, R Ripley's Country Club. Is that around here? Huh? Ripley's Country Club? Ripley's Believe It yeah, or Not Country not. Club? That's the name of it. I don't know. <laughs> wow, sounds like a cool country club. I hope it's cool. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of going to be a hot day today. Yeah, so people want to come out there. Is that in Ripley? <laughs> no, I don't think Outside so. of Ripley? <laughs> Is there a Ripley? No. <laughs> no. Uh, okay, so you can't go to that wedding, but I'm sure something's coming up. As soon as we hear about it, we'll let you know. And uh, What's this going to be, John? It's called Some Time Ago. Right.
listening to Michael Feldman's What Do You Know on PRI, Public Radio International. Well, that was a deeply beautiful and evocative tune, so... Evocative. Don't do it again. I know. Yeah. It was nice, you know, but it's more late-night kind of listening. Right. So I'll come I feel like it's late We'll come night. back. And, uh, <laughs> oh, that was a very nice tune. What was that? Some time ago. Some time ago. Who did that? Uh, you well, did it, I know, but I mean... Well, Jim Hall and Bill Evans recorded it oh, did at they? some point. Yeah, Bill Evans? A couple times. Yeah. Great. All right, we got... Uh, and I noticed that you were chatting during that entire song there. Aren't you a jazz fan? Yes, I am. I was listening, but I was... What was so important that you couldn't listen to this Bill Evans tune? <laughs> we found out that her mother-in-law, is it her mother, mother. Went to, went, lives in the town where he went to college. So. Oh, and that's such a big deal, is it? <laughs> wow, that's like, uh, you know, that's amazing. It's a connection. So it's we like thought. Nostradamus predicting whatever, <laughs> the donut uh, fight. Yeah, yeah. and so yeah. <laughs> that makes you feel closer to him? <laughs> No, we just thought it was interesting that we were like, oh, okay, so we knew where we were from. Okay, so. all, right. all right, good. And, and who is he to you? He's my boyfriend. Oh, your boyfriend. Okay, so I can see why that's important. You're trying to figure out some reason for being with him. <laughs> and this, this connection can kind of cement that a little bit. No, that's nice. And you, you are? Marilee. Marilee, are you in school now? Yes, I am. Uh, at the university? No, I go to Augustana College in Rock Island, Illinois. Oh, what are you studying there? English. English. What do you think you're going to do with that? <laughs> You'd be surprised. It's one of the widest majors, I think. No, I was in it. That's why I'm surprised that anyone, anyone works, you know, afterwards. Um, well, I'm either, I'm thinking of teaching, but this summer I'm interning at Chicago Magazine, and I really like the oh. publishing field as well. So oh, great. You're actually going to work. Yeah. A working English major. That's kind of a treat. And uh, are you in English, too? No, I, I graduated. I'm an environmental biology major. Environmental biology. How do you get along with an English major? Pretty good? or? Yeah, it's diverse. Yeah. <laughs> when she goes to Chicago, where are you going to go? Um, well, she's going to school, and I'm going to go live near her for a year. You're just going to live near her? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> just in case your folks are listening, right? They're not actually going <laughs> to live a couple blocks away. They thought they'd get, they'd get two places, and, you know, it's a lot cheaper that way, right? Yeah. I graduated, so. Yeah, he graduated, so it's all clear. And uh, uh, your name is? Mike Taylor. Mike. Uh, you got a job lined up, or? Uh, maybe after the show. Rock Island, Illinois. If anyone's listening. Oh, <laughs> looking for work, right? Yeah. To be near girlfriend. And, okay, well, nice to have you both here. I wish you a lot of luck. Uh, Suzanne uh, Vinmans, is that right? Are you here, Suzanne? You're a mural painter? You didn't do this work uh, under the, uh, that you can't see anymore. They built this building so you can't see this mural that we had. Yeah, can I get you to lean forward here and I'll lean towards you. That would be the easiest way of getting to you. And uh, how are you? Very good, thanks. Murals mean it's got to be big, right? It can be small. You can have a small mural? Yeah, you could have like grapevines over your kitchen counter. And that's a mural? <laughs> <laughs> or you could have... Say that a mural? I, to me, like a mural starts at about 20 feet on a diagonal. It could be. Because yeah. you have to have a big kitchen, really, if you're going to put that sort of a mural in a... I mean, isn't a mural something you've got to step back from and uh, you can't see it if you're too close, right? That's a mural. Technically. Technically. <laughs> Can you charge more for a mural than a mere painting? Oh, yes. Okay. Oh, yeah. Then I see what you're saying here. Okay. Well, nice to have you here. And uh, have we seen some of your murals around town? No, mostly in people's houses. Murals in their houses. Okay, we, we can go through this again. I guess we don't have to. And uh, you had a question, though, Suzanne. 
Uh, no, just the statement. Oh, go ahead. You can make a statement. Uh, please give uh, Jeff Eccles a raise so he can buy that farm. <laughs> buy the farm? He's you about know? ready to buy the farm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, the happiest day of my life was when I will hear that Jeff Eccles has bought the farm. You mean that in all sincerity? Yeah, I mean in all sincerity. I didn't know you. Did you want to buy a farm? What are you going to do on it? Just sit there and play the bass? You got, at least you got to mow it or something. Or get a guy to come and cut the hay or something. Goats. Well, that's not a problem now in his yard, so I don't know why it would be on a farm. Yeah, okay. Well, it's living in the city. Okay, well, I didn't know. See, I learned something about you. He doesn't talk to me, so I don't know these things. Uh, Mike Taylor is here from LaGrange. Huh? I just talked to you, Mike. Yeah. Oh, and your card here says that people think you sound like me? Yeah, I met a stranger, and after about a couple minutes, she said I sounded like you for some reason. And now you realize what an insult that was. <laughs> yeah. And your mannerisms are like mine? Kind of. Like she said that I have some kind of wit like you. Oh, that's a mannerism? I thought like this facial tics that I have. Or <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm rather embarrassed about it. That's what they meant, huh? Yeah. You, you do remind me of Robin Williams, though. Oh, and do you remind you of Robin Williams? <laughs> Not at all. Well, and I guess there's no connection. But, you know, her sister's cousin... Went to the same... Well, never mind. Connie Larry. Is it Connie or Larry? Oh, it's Connie and Larry. Yes, my last name is Larry. Is that your married name? Yes, it is. I married into it. You married Larry? Yes, I did. Okay. Is this Larry here? Yes, it is. Okay. How are you? Hello. Nice to see you here. You're from Mesa. Mesa, Arizona. What brings you to town? The heat? Uh, we're here... <laughs> the humidity. No, we're here for a month visiting. Are we visiting? Uh, we came for the opening of Mon Monona Terrace. That was last week, dear. No, but we're here breaking the rules now. <laughs> so you're a protester. You came here to bring in a donut. and Did you bring a dish? Well, we didn't have tickets, but our curiosity was, yeah. you know, the paper and everything. We thought we better check it out. Yeah. Did you bring a dish to get in? Or? Yes, we did. From uh, Mesa, Arizona, we brought pretzels from Trader Joe's <laughs> and savory thins. Savory thins. Well, that was very well received. Anyone have the savory thins or the pretzels? Very well received, yes. <laughs> a little dip or something to stick them in is what you, you know, salsers. I didn't have a dish, I mean, to put it in. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. Well, I hope I get my dish back, by the way. It reminds me, thank you. And uh, you're a first grade teacher? Yes, I am. Great. Um, and what, what's your question? My question was, have you ever talked to Dr. Laura? Because about the same time my husband started making me listen to you, he made me start listening to her. <laughs> and I wondered if you two knew each other. I, I don't go to anyone who just uses their first name. <laughs> oh, I see. Like Reverend Bob or something. You know, he's not a real reverend, you know. So, uh, no, I haven't I've talked with Dr. Laura. I haven't either. She's a psychologist? or yeah. Yes, she is. I'd be afraid to call her myself. She turns the tables on you. <laughs> yeah, and how do you feel about that, right? She makes everything... <laughs> She makes <laughs> I, you know, I, that's, I don't need public humiliation. I get enough of it in my line of work here. So, that's, uh, and, and you've never seen a glass lawn ball before? No, we went to Door County last weekend, and everybody's yard had these huge glass bulbs, and I keep going, what are those for? Yeah. Jim, explain what those are for. Uh, these are for the cosmic radiation to... Um, no, I'm not sure. Yeah, they do. They, <laughs> they reflect the cosmic radiation off of Wisconsin. Uh, it's... It's beamed at us from Minnesota. It's, uh, That's right. Seriously? They've been microwaving us for years now to try to weaken our defenses. So they're going to come across the border and actually annex you know, Osseo and everything in that area, Eau Claire and you know, La Crosse is going to fall eventually. Are they from Mexico? No, they're from Minnesota. <laughs> 
the bulbs aren't from oh, Mexico. Oh, no, no, the bulbs. The bulbs. I don't know where the bulbs come from. Jim, where do those I come from? I think those are Wisconsin made. I'm, I'm not sure, but. Ohio. I, I don't know. They're from around here. They have small ones in Mexico this big. Yeah. Like. In Arizona, they don't have lawn globes? No, never seen one. <laughs> God, am I shocked. Do they paint on their garages down there? And no. They don't put murals on their garage? You know, that's a mural for you. Is to do, you do garages at all? Yeah, she does garages. <laughs> no, I haven't seen any. I can't believe it because all those Wisconsin people are moving down there. You would think they would take some of their artifacts with them, the cement lawn deer and the, <laughs> the lawn balls, the globes, the flamingos, which we are pushing for years. I think they're too breakable. They, they don't ship well, you know. I would carry it with me, though. Put it on the plane in the overhead. Try to get your lawn ball. <laughs> See a Wisconsin couple trying to get their lawn ball into the overhead compartment on a, on a flight. While you're waiting on the tarmac, of course. Well, nice to have you here, Connie. Thank you for having me. That's Connie Larry, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Kathy Vincent here is a seventh grade teacher who taught at my grade school. I don't remember her. Oh, hi. How are you? I'm great. There's my husband and yeah. daughter who made I the mess. there when you taught, apparently. Uh, no, I don't think so, yeah. probably. Is Mrs. Rose still there? No, she wasn't. She'd be like 115, probably, <laughs> now. But she could still be teaching. Teacher that looked that old, but yeah. <laughs> not Mrs. Rose. Miss Waters? No, Miss Waters. Miss Waters, Waters, Mrs. Rose was our big joke in grade school, you know. <laughs> but I don't think it's true. Mr. Holmes, is he, is he still there? Oh, no, Mr. Holmes. Mr. Gallup? No. Nope. <laughs> I can't believe they're all gone. It's only been... It's only been like 42 years. Well, you went to Sherman and Steuben? Yeah. You taught at both? Both of them. I was a student taught at Sherman in room 37, and uh, it was in 222, the old study hall at Steuben, Steuben Middle School. Wow. Okay, going back, there would be a trip. The bubbler is kind of crotch level. You have to pass security to get in, though. Yeah, I've gone back actually one time. And I'm like, God, I remember the. Did I, I used to drink out of a bubbler? <laughs> I can't believe it. So uh, oh, that's nice to have you here. Are you enjoying your teaching experience? Oh, we're having a great time. Actually, I teach in Greendale now, where I grew up, moved south. Oh, that's cool. so. so you went back to the school that you went to? Right. And the teachers I uh, had as teachers are still there. Yeah. Does yeah. that make for an interesting lunchroom conversation, or they whisper about you? Or what? Oh, we don't talk. No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. No. They're, they're, they're neat people. I, um, I actually went back because I thought it would be a neat experience, and it's kind of different teaching with teachers I once had. Yeah. You've had enough of that experience and ready to move yeah, on. I'm ready to move on. <laughs> For a different uh, roundabout experience. Well, nice to have you here. This is, who is this? This is Al Allison. Yeah, and Allison is very active. Yes. She's a very active child. I can't help but notice you've got your beanie baby in your mouth right now. <laughs> Otherwise, I'd ask you to say something. You having a good time, Allison? What are you doing all summer? Yeah. There she goes. Okay, we're going to let her stalk her beanie baby there and eat it. <laughs> Dwight Smith is here. Used to play for the Cubs. Yeah. Yeah. Where is Dwight Smith? Hi, Dwight. From Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Dwight, I'm just going to go down this row here, so excuse me. And anything that's breakable, just pull under here right now. Hey, Dwight. Hi, how you doing? I'm all right. How are you? Uh, great. Yeah. Harrisburg? Yes, Pennsylvania. Yeah. So I had someone on there. We did a show in Harrisburg one time. What was that? In Philadelphia. Philadelphia. The Forum. Yeah, and you did one in Philadelphia when I lived out there, too. We're stalking you. Yeah. <laughs> Making the whole show, and we were actually following you around. I don't know why it worked out that I way. I better confront you in front of everybody. Yeah. Yeah. What do you do for a living, Dwayne? I sell mortgages now. Isn't that cool? Yeah. Can anyone buy a mortgage from you? Uh, I'd be happy to sell a mortgage to anybody that wants one. You have to be a qualified mortgage buyer, though, I suppose. You uh, cash, or can I? Anybody. Yeah, good credit, bad credit. As long as you've got equity, we've got a mortgage. <laughs> Boy, are you in the right business. So what can I do for you, Dwight? What's your... Um, 
I would like to bribe you to get my son onto the quiz. Oh, onto the quiz? Yeah, except the problem I have now is I just bought a bunch of stuff in the lobby. I don't have much cash left. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, what do you got? What I, got? I got probably about 40, 50 bucks. That should do it. I would think I would cover it. <laughs> cash? Yeah, yeah, right now. Yeah. Well, you know, I, yeah, I can't really take it no. right now. I'll give you a good rate on your next morning. I'll write a new editorial about me, and then I'll, I'll, I'll ruin my hard-won image. Great, great. I'll give you a good rate on that. here. Let's just do a pre-interview and see. Hi, how are you? I'm fine. Is this something that you want to do? Yeah, I like this kind of stuff, this trivia stuff. Trivia? <laughs> he didn't say trivial. Yeah, I know, but still. <laughs> could be an adjective. It's not trivia. This is my career. Oh, well, a great career. Well, thank you very much. She's a nice boy. I like it. Yeah. How, how old are you? Fourteen. Fourteen. Do you feel that you're ready to do something like this? Yes, you're, I am. You think your life has been leading to this moment? Since I was born. <laughs> did you grow up on this show? I could. Or did you grow past it? <laughs> well, what do you think? Should Michael, fourteen-year-old young man, waiting for a chance? All right. I guess we can do that. Come on up here, Michael. It's worth it to me for forty or fifty dollars. I don't. Yeah. Walk this way if you would. What is that, a Cracker Jack box you're holding? Or was that guy there holding a box or something? What is that? What is that box? You brought the animal cookies. Ringling Brothers, Barnum and Bailey. Is that for me? No. <laughs> I'm a veterinarian, so I like animal cookies. Good. Well, all right, fine then. <laughs> Glad we stopped everything for that. Let's uh, have a seat up here, Michael. How are you? I'm fine. Your dad's your biggest fan, you know that? I, now I know. Yeah. <laughs> you look a lot like your dad. Of course, you've been told that before. That's, I've been told that forever. Yeah. I don't think so. I just not, I can't tell that kind of stuff. No, you can't because you're inside you. Yeah. But... <laughs> If you could just get outside yourself for a moment and look back, you would see not only a mural that's been painted on a garage here, but you would see your your father as a young man. Is that good or bad? I mean, I'm not sure. Yeah, I mean, not the looks. I mean, he's a (laughs) handsome guy. You're a good-looking kid. Thank you. But you know, sometimes people think that you're the same person if you look like someone. No, we're well. Night and day. No, I wouldn't say that. We have a lot of similarities. We Mm -hmm. both have kind of the same sense of humor and stuff. Mm -hmm. Right. Just different people. Well, you know, that's the way it works, usually. You know, yes. Usually, uh, except with cloning now, you know, this could all change in a minute. Of course, if you cloned someone, it would look like you. So, you know, that's, then it would be confusing even more. And so, Michael, 14, that means you're what? Are you in high, high school now? Yeah, or? just in high school now. First, first year? Ninth grade. Just finished it? Going into uh, it? Going into it. So you just finished with middle school or whatever? Yes. Did you have junior high or middle? Middle. Middle school. In, where is this again? Uh, I live in Coatesville. Where? Coatesville Pennsylvania. Coatesville, Pennsylvania, outside of Harrisburg. Uh, no. I don't live with my dad. Oh, you don't? No. Well, no wonder you like him. <laughs> Coates, where's Coatesville? Um, it's outside of Philly, about, I don't know, 50 miles outside. All right, so this, you're going into the big leagues now. Yeah, it's right in between Harrisburg and Philadelphia. In high school, is it, are you anticipating this? Are you with uh, trepidation? Are you... I can't wait, actually. Yeah? I'm, I'm ready. You're hyped? What are, you, what are you looking forward to the most? Just a bunch of new people. Tired of the old types, huh? <laughs> I need a new set of friends. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I, you know, I remember that feeling because it's like you're in grade school, the same people follow you around, like they're haunting you through exactly. grade school and junior high school and, you know. Ever since I moved there in fourth grade. Yeah, right. And you need room to, to grow and change and expand. Exactly. And they think of you just in one way. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that's very good. So you're going to abandon all your friends as soon as possible. <laughs> <laughs> Most of them, yeah. No. Yeah. No, uh, my best friends I'm sure I'll be friends with throughout high school. Mm-hmm. Then dump them after that on the way to college. <laughs> I'll try. Yeah, it's like a snake <laughs> shedding skins. You know, at each you know, juncture, you get rid of a few more friends. Yeah. But there's always one that sticks around for your entire life. I can never figure that out. So. <laughs> Maybe if you know which one that is, you can discourage them early. <laughs> eventually, they will borrow money from you big time. You know, when you're 37, they'll yeah. need a down payment. And your dad's in mortgages, and they think you got a lot of money. And you know them already? I think I know them already. Yeah, which one is it? It's my friend Jeremy. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Don't go into business with him. Okay. I will not. Okay. It's the last thing I'll do. Because <laughs> he's going to have a lot of ideas, you know, the Jeremy's of the world. But don't, oh, yeah. Don't put down any cash, and don't sign your father's name to anything. <laughs> um, Michael, what, what are your interests? Uh, I like soccer. Yeah? I like to act. You do? Are you acting now and something? I mean, not acting right at the moment. No. Um, I do. Out by us, there's a place called Longwood Gardens, mm-hmm. and I act there every summer. Yeah. What, what, what have you played? Um... I have done the emperor's new clothes in school. I was the emperor. What did you wear? Nothing. <laughs> no. It's quite a school you go to, really. <laughs> did you get a big crowd or a, a small crowd? <laughs> crowd was big first night, no, not was, second night? Or? That was a while ago. That was uh-huh. way back in fifth grade. Yeah. Recently. What is the costume for that? I'm kind of curious. Um, it just had like tattered sweatpants with like patches and stuff in mm. them and a really ugly shirt. Yeah. So just normal youth it's, wear. Yeah. <laughs> Kind like of, I go to bed in. Yeah, the, bu- the bugle boy look that we yeah. see so much of. Oh, that, that sounds cool, Michael. Dating is not yet for you a little um, early or? A little, not really. Oh, you're just dating? You are dating a little bit, though. Yeah, I'm getting into it. You are? Yes. Well, I can't follow up on that, can I? <laughs> However, what do you do? Like the more the couples, you go out with friends and... Uh, mostly just friends and mm-hmm. hang out. And... How do you know who you're with if it's a crowd that size? I mean, you're... Come again? Yes. I, I mean, you go out with. I mean, I know that's the way to go. You know, when you're 14, you go out with a bunch of kids, but you're actually dating one of the people, one of the one of the girls in the, yeah, in the group there. Yes. I presume. And exactly. How do you know? Uh, I mean, it, well, never mind. It's a stupid question. Okay. <laughs> I'm sure it's clear to you. It's just not clear to me. You're a nice kid, Mike. Glad to have you here. Uh, someone out there is going to play. You're probably as smart as you're going to get in your life right now. So this is this will be perfect for you. <laughs> It declines rapidly after that. I think 12 is where you peak, actually, <laughs> because then sex starts to enter the question. You know, <laughs> well, then you forget everything and just think, you know. Um, then you end up a radio talk show host and <laughs> de- defending donuts for some odd reason. All right, so uh, someone out there is going to call in to play along with you. And uh, Jim, what's that number? That number is 1-800-942-5669. Or if you're calling from Scandinavia, you can use 608-263-8893. All right, so this is kind of a wide-open question here, but maybe you can come up with it. Uh, maybe you've seen some very uh, well-dressed uh, police stop you on the highway. According to the National Association of Uniform Manufacturers and Distributors, the best-dressed state police are the state police of, what, of which state? The best-dressed state police. Now, think of all times you've been stopped, <laughs> and they come over to show you their uniforms, you know, right next to the window, they get a chance to examine them. Think of what the best-dressed cops you have seen, state police we're talking about. If you know, give us a call here, 1-800-WHA-KNOW. Let's go to the phones. We've got uh, Eric in uh, Norfolk, Virginia. Hi, Eric. 
Uh, hi, hey, hi there. Hey, hi there. Could you hold on just a second, please? Sure. <laughs> All right, sorry. Boy, that didn't I, take long. I wish I was young again. I had to get the wire hanger out of my cast. I'm sorry. The what? Wire hanger. I had an itch in the cast. Oh, you're itching inside your cast with a yeah. wire hanger. And you interrupted, but that's okay. Yeah. No, well, that's first things first. Is that the doctor say that was a good thing to do? or? He didn't recommend it, but yeah. I'm very careful about it. Yeah. How long have you had that on? Um, two and a half months now. And what, what exactly is it on? My wrist, my left arm. Ah. And how much longer? About two weeks. Boy, that's a long haul, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Unbelievable, really. I can see why you're itching. They change it every so often, though, right? Uh, not lately, no. Oh, okay. Maybe we should change it. I think I'm going to in about two weeks. <laughs> Eric, the, Eric, yeah. the best dressed state police in America. Uh, any idea? Well, having driven through Pennsylvania, I don't think it's Pennsylvania. It's not. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't care for that look. Huh? The one, they wear the big hats, don't they, mm -hmm. Pennsylvania? Yeah, yeah. the big hats, and yeah. they pull you over two at a time. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to say Ohio. Ohio. Um, close, but no cigar. Well, thanks anyway. Sorry, Eric. Keep uh, scratching. All right. Okay. Bye-bye. All right. Let's go to uh, Mark in uh, Marion, Virginia. Hi, Mark. Hey. How you doing? Fine. Catching you on a good day? Uh, yeah. It's a nice day, actually. Nice day. What are you planning on doing this afternoon? Anything much? Actually, I'm uh, supposed to go down and watch some people take a golf shot for a quarter million dollars today. Oh, is that right? Yeah. What do they got to do? Get a hole-in-one? Yeah, a hole-in-one on the par three. Yeah, but what are the odds on that? They're probably, like, you know, 10,000 to one. Astronomical, but we didn't tell them that. Oh, I see. So you're collecting the money for this event. Well, we insured it. I, uh, I work for a rock and roll radio station, and <laughs> it's kind of a promotion thing for us. We've got to do something like that, Jim. Yeah. We've got to think a little more promotional here. Absolutely. Something like, what could we do exactly? A uh, golf ball and a donut. Yeah. <laughs> like a rolling donut. A rolling donut. Rolling sure. a donut. And Bowling with donuts. Or curling, maybe. With something like that. Uh, okay, uh, Mark? Yeah. The uh, National Association of Uniform Managers, uh, Manufacturers has designated one state trooper as the best dressed. Uh, I'll give you a hint. It's Midwestern. And it's only one state trooper or the whole state? No, the state is... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one, one guy dresses for the job and uh, picked out a very nice ensemble, actually. I'm going to guess Bob. Is that him? Bob? No, it's not Bob. <laughs> Mark, Mid uh... Midwestern State. I'll yeah. have to go with Illinois. Illinois? No, no. Horrible looking uniforms. Terrible. <laughs> and mean? Wait. I've never been arrested in Illinois. Yeah, no. You're not arrested. They just stop you and rough you up and let you go. <laughs> no, I'm hey, sorry. Well. That's not it, Mark. To the I, golf course. I sure gave it a shot. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye. And sure is, uh... Hole-in-one shots. Diane, uh, in uh, Sierra Vista, Arizona. Yeah, hi, Michael. How are you? I'm fine, Diane. How are you? Good. Do you know what a lawn ball is, Diane? A lawn ball? No, I guess not. Okay. Because <laughs> we have other people here from Mesa, and they didn't, they didn't know either. Uh, well, I'm originally from North Dakota, so... Do you have them maybe there? That's, maybe that's a regional term, and I just haven't been in Arizona. You know, a lawn globe, a lawn ball, a yeah, reflecting ball that you put on your lawn. Solid color. So your house looks bigger and... <laughs> no? Never even heard of that. Okay, all right, Diane. I, I sure can make conversation, can I? <laughs> what, do you, what do you do out there, Diane? Uh, I'm an attorney in the Army. An attorney in the Army? So uh -huh. you guys are busy these days. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a prosecutor. 
A guy's got to watch how he salutes these days. Yeah. Yeah. We're very particular. Yeah. Well, that's good, though. That's the way yeah. it should be. Everyone should feel comfortable in uniform, even though they're shooting at you. <laughs> we want you to feel comfortable. That's the main thing. Exactly. Diane, who is the best-dressed state uh, trooper besides Bob? In what state? It's a Midwestern state, I'll tell you that much. Well, why don't I guess Wisconsin? Oh, I wish we could say it was, but oh. they're kind of silly. They're kind of like Smokey the Bear uniforms here. <laughs> Very few people look good in them. Do I get a second guess? No, I'm sorry. There's only so many Midwestern states. <laughs> Thank you for trying. Sorry. Thank you, sir. Bye. Bye-bye. All right, let's see. I think Greg uh, probably has got this in San Diego. Hey, Greg. Hey, how you doing? Good. Have you heard about that uh, automated highway down there? Um, not really. Oh, okay. I, a lot of people drive like it. <laughs> Without their hands on the wheel, and uh, yeah, okay, okay. Oh, this is a magnetic one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I've heard of it, actually. Yeah. I'm still uh, looking forward to it. That way I can just uh, read my books on the way into school or something. Excellent. Greg, best-dressed troopers come from which state? All right, uh, we're not counting uh, Canadian Mounties, huh? No, Mounties look good in their own way, especially in their dress <laughs> uniforms. Okay, um, Mid how about Midwestern uh, state. Indiana. No, not Indiana. Oh. No. You're sorry. Just killing people. Yeah. Sorry. All right. Greg. Bye, both Michael. Bye. Too bad he went, knew both our names and <laughs> would have been so good. What a coincidence. In Canton, Ohio. Hi, Leslie. Hello. Now, Leslie, we've had various states. You've heard the question. Yes. Okay, so we've had what? Pennsylvania, Illinois, Wisconsin. Wisconsin. All right. Ohio, I think we had is so out. So we're kind of running out of Midwest. Indiana states. is out. What does that leave in the Midwest? Uh, Michigan? Michigan is right! Oh my goodness! Very handsome outfits. They have the, uh, they have the, the tight-fitting khakis and they kind of flare. I've been up there a couple times. They always impressed me as yeah. being kind of well-dressed. Kind of flares at the hip and there's little ruffles in them. And they have kind of the clinched bodice on them. And uh, they're strapless in the sun.
well, what do gases do when they, like, turn into, no, when, when something turns from a solid to a gas? Help me out with this word here. What is that word? Me? Uh, I don't know. I, I don't ask the questions. I don't have I don't pay attention. <laughs> <laughs> you don't pay attention well, when that happens? I expect my students to pay attention. I don't either. Yeah. Any idea? Uh... The, the first part is Della something? Della spritzing. Della... Melting? Della melting, <laughs> no. Have to call time on this, any idea? I am totally clueless. Della quessing. Della quessing. Oh, that melting wasn't away. what was on the tip of my tongue. Yeah, or changing forms. It also applies in the science sense there. I think we go from one, go from a solid to a gas, isn't that right? Yeah. Anyone here that wasn't the word ever take science or English or what? <laughs> Liquid and then a gas. Yeah, you got to go through liquid first, obviously. At least in this state. Well, that's uh, one right and one wrong. Okay, so don't worry, you got uh, whatever to get, whatever okay. you need. So there's plenty more chances. Uh, Leslie, back to you for one of these. Current okay. events, people, places, or odds and ends? Um, what was the first? Current events. Oh, um, odds and ends. Odds and ends. Oh. I don't like that one. No. Oh, that's a good one. Oh. All right, well, there's another weird question. Nikita Khrushchev called this America's lethal weapon. And diplomacy under Franklin Delano Roosevelt was said to consist of four of these and, quote, let's have an agreement. What is it? <laughs> that, that was the question? That's the question, yes. This is an American uh, beverage, I'll tell you that. FDR was talking to Stalin, and he said, let's have four of these and have an agreement. <laughs> resulting in Eastern Europe going to the Soviets. Uh, uh, and what, are, what is this? Coca-Cola. That's my guess. What do you think? Um, I don't know. I'm looking at the audience and they aren't helping me. No. Uh-oh. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> um, I'll go with that. No, I'm sorry. It's the martini. The martini. Oh. Uh, yep. American invention called uh, Nikita Khrushchev said it was America's lethal weapon. And Stalin apparently was a better drinker than FDR was. Well, I'm glad Kevin wasn't thinking along the alcoholic drink line. Yeah. Okay, well, all right, I'm sorry, that was, that was a tough question. Jim, oh one right and two wrong. Yeah, I know, you're not expected to know that. You've heard of martinis, though. Oh, of course. Of course. Uh, one right and two wrong. You can't get any more wrong, you've lost the quiz, and we don't want that to happen because it's such a bummer. People are coming. <laughs> so what, what remains, Jim? Current events, people, and places. 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 Can I call you Mike? Is that bother that's, you? That's better. I yeah. prefer yeah. that. Oh, do you? Okay. My mother said I had to be called Michael. Oh, that's what my mom says, too. Really? Mm-hmm. Does yours, is yours afraid that you, you'll be thought Irish? No. No. But it uh, never actually occurred to me. My mother had a tremendous fear that they, people would think I was Irish, and I don't know what that came from. <laughs> oh, no, you don't want this place. So let me give you another place. So you're not going to get that one in a million years. Uh, okay, let's try this. Places. In order to get a full refund for a hotel room in Frankfurt, Germany, you must find a minimum of 10, 7, or 4 cockroaches in one square yard of the hotel room. When you switch the light on, ten, seven, or four cockroaches per square yard, and you get a in full Frankfurt, Germany. Frankfurt, Germany, where they have rules for everything. Yes. <laughs> oh well, at least we have a little better chance here because we have um, something to focus on. Right. Seven. Seven sounds good. Ten, seven, or four. Uh, I think we're going with seven. You can. I'm not saying you can't go with seven. I'm. I'm just saying there's also. Uh, let's pick a different one. Well, yeah, ten or four. What's the audience saying? I hear them. Who said 10? Please. 
I, I think 10's a good idea. Hey. 10 sounds good. I, I was just telling her not to yell out 10. Everyone else is <laughs> yelling out 7 and 4. And it's, really, it's totally up to you. How many per square yard? Uh, um, Are we going with 10? 4. Yeah. Okay, 4. 4. Who was yelling out 10? <laughs> we got to tighten up the rules here. People yeah. are yelling out answers. Yeah. Like, I don't know. The minority yelling out Okay, now you, you sure you want 4? It's per square ten. yard. It's square yard actually is a very large area when you think about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Well, ten. Leslie? Ten. Ten, that's right, ten. <laughs> what, are you launching into a that, solo well, act? That's the, <laughs> that's that they win, right? concerns no, me I didn't win. It's, back from Germany. it's two and two now. You're, you just got back from Germany? Yeah. In June, I was there, and I, I wasn't aware of that rule. Yeah, well, in Frankfurt, anyhow, if there's one, you get 50% off. Oh. I don't know if you have to produce it or not, though. You just count it, I guess, because <laughs> they scurry once, you know, turn the lights on. Uh, ants, if you've got ants, you get 25% off. Oh, so well, that's keep that in mind. Pretty good deal. Well, Jim, that's... Uh, too right and too wrong. Yeah, okay, so this is, this is the one. That's what I needed to know. This is it. Uh, what remains, Jim? Uh, we have uh, current events or people. Current events or people. Oh, I'm Leslie. not really good at either one of those topics. Okay, let's talk about something else. <laughs> uh, how about current events? Current events. Who of the following cannot read music? Iglesias, Domingo, Pavarotti. This made the news recently. I'd say Pavarotti. Why would okay, you, why I'll would go you with say Pavarotti. That? I would, Does it I sound that way it. to you? Well, he sings. Yeah, they all sing. Oh, well, yeah, but I recognize his name. <laughs> <laughs> you, don't know the, you don't know the great Iglesias? I've heard of it. You've Never heard of it? I've seen the guy. You've heard of it, okay. <laughs> okay, so Pavarotti and no, Leslie? I, I would go with Pavarotti. Too. And your thinking is what? Okay, that's she's, good. She's, yeah. <laughs> it's Pavarotti, whatever your thinking <laughs> is. That's According to the Italian press. That story is in dispute, by the way. He reportedly said that to the press uh, and uh, that he sings by ear. Really? I yeah. find it hard to believe. It is hard to believe, isn't it? But uh, what the heck? We're not here to investigate the news, just report it. Just report it, right. Yeah, that's right. So no you've, won, you've won the quiz somehow. And Jim, what have they won? <laughs> Leslie, uh, although Frank Lloyd Wright may have had a few problems where marriage is concerned, <laughs> you'll be able to enjoy over 70 minutes of classical wedding ballads by pianist Danny Wright on the CD, The Ultimate Wedding Collection. It's from Moulin Door Recordings. Michael, uh, you can live out Bruce Wayne's fantasies with the Batman role-playing game book, including everything from repairing gadgets to Robin's equipment. It's from Pegasus Games. And then uh, each of you will curb your appetite for high-cal foods by sprinkling them with a few scoops of repulsive-looking diet dirt from Diet Dirt <laughs> Excavations and enjoy the music of everyone's favorite consumptive on Michael Feldman's What Do You Know About Chopin CD from Nimbus Records. Congratulations to you. Nice to good job. Nice to Good luck to you. Tell your dad... Remember, Dad, money, $40, whatever you got, it's fine. If you'd like a cassette copy of today's program, all you have to do is call the Public Radio Audience Service at 303-823-8000. Well, you know, each week at this time, we honor a town, village, or burg in our rearranged map of the U.S., which we've thrown a dart at. It's not up there, but we did, honest. To tell us about our town of the week, here is Jim Packard. On the 1st of May in 1860, five covered wagons left New Paris, Indiana for Kansas. 
through May and June, they pushed across the treeless prairie on the Santa Fe Trail. Finally, 60 miles past Emporia, they crested a hill and came upon the Cottonwood River Valley. There at the confluence of three creeks, they camped, all 23 of them, and formed their town. It was called Marion for General Francis Marion, the South Carolina swamp rat, who was a hero of the Revolutionary War. The town had the highest concentration of foreign-born of any town in the state, including Germans, Dutch Russians, and Pilsen Czechs. The little town was to endure 15 floods before finally moving to higher ground. After the worst flooding in 1951, which left 16 feet of water in the business district, the Marion Reservoir was built, forming a 6,300-acre lake with great fishing today, and that ended the flooding. This town of 2000 is the seat of Marion County and has beautiful stone buildings and vintage homes dating back to the mid-1800s. Located in the Golden Triangle of Kansas, among the wheat and grain fields, Marion is a major rural trade center. It celebrates Old Settlers Day, the fourth Saturday in September, with class reunions of the high school warriors and a parade. It's called the Queen of the Luta, our town of the week, Marion, Kansas. Thanks, Jim. Uh, looking at the Marion County record, and uh, right now we're calling randomly out there to find out someone from Marion who will talk to us and tell us, uh, you know, from an insider's point That's of view, right. what Jim uh, may have left out. I see Sherry and Ty Siebert are getting married in Central Park. they got a Central Park. Yes, there, they do. Apparently. Beautiful park. Is it in the middle then, Jim? Uh, it is exactly where they camped that original time. That is now Central Park. Yeah. And we've got uh, Paul and Laveda Halab, host reunion of Charles Stroda family. Uh, what else is going on here? The Cruz S. Barza family reunion was hosted by two local couples. Jamie Hett and John Claiborne exchanged vows in Oklahoma. Guess they're going to be living out there, huh? <laughs> Mosquitoes make fishing hunting difficult. Now, there's a headline that <laughs> should make the paper, you know. I mean, oh, here, we got someone online here now from Sharon, uh, Sharon Ewing from Marion, Kansas. And uh, let's talk to her to find out uh, what, what uh, other parts of town we should know about. Hi, Sharon. Hi. Did you hear, uh, are you familiar with our show at all? Sharon? Uh, no, I'm not. Uh, what do you know, uh, Michael Feldman's What Do You Know, as we call it now? Well, I, I, I'm Michael Feldman, uh-huh. and it's my show. But uh, we're, we throw a dart at the map, and it hit the Marion this week, and it's our town of the week. Uh, are you on the road right now? Or there's, it sounds like a machine in the background. No, we're at home. Oh, washing machine, maybe? Yeah, probably. Dryer, probably dryer's going. Um, tell us about Marion. Is there something uh, important that Jim left out of his description? Um, he had a pretty good description. We're just a little town in a farming community. Mm-hmm. Um, we're about 2,500 people. We have um, the historic little Main Street downtown. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, we have a little hospital. And uh, do you farm yourself? Uh, no, I don't. I know there's quite a few people around here that do, though. Mm-hmm. What, what do you do for a way of life? I work at the hospital. You I do? work in the home health agency there. Oh, you do? Okay. Yes. And so you travel around and help people? Is that the idea? Um, I work the office mainly, but yeah, our nurses and our aides travel around the, the communities here and, and help people mm-hmm. out that can't get out. And Sharon, are you native of Marion or around that part of Kansas? Um, I grew up back east, but my father was, was from here, and we moved back here about 25 years ago. Mm-hmm. Raise a family out there? Right. Uh, how many kids do you have? Um, we have two. And are they grown up now? or? Um, well, the oldest is in high school. She'll uh-huh. be a sophomore this year. 
and then I have a second daughter that's starting middle school this year. Oh, that's great. Nice ages. Are, yeah. they, are they still communicating with you? I'm a little worried about this because I have oh, two yeah. daughters. Yeah, they communicate pretty good with me. Oh, that's good. They, do they talk to their father? Yeah. Oh, that's a good sign. I'm definitely worried about it because this, my oldest is six. She's showing signs already of, uh, you know. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. The old man is nowhere. She won't uh -huh. come to my show. I had to force her to come to the show the other week. So, uh, Sharon, if we were coming to Marion, Kansas, and, and you wanted to show us some of the highlights, where would you take us? Well, um, we have two lakes, one on each side of town here. One's a little county lake, and it has um, lots of the older trees and stuff growing around it. And they have a real nice little restaurant called the Kingfisher Inn Kingfisher. that overlooks the lake there. It's a real good place to go eat. What do they have at the Kingfisher? Kind of a steak and chicken, that sort of thing? Oh, yeah, steak and chicken and some Italian dishes and stuff. They're, they're known for their Italian. Great. So we go out to the lake, we go to the Kingfisher. Uh-huh. And then what do we do? Um, you go out to the other lake. It's a state reservoir lake. and. Um, well, that's the flood thing they built that Jim was saying. Yeah. 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 Is there f decent fishing out there? Oh, there's lots of fishing out there. People from Wichita and all around come over and go fishing in the summer. Oh, yeah. What do they catch? Um, crappie, walleye, catfish, that oh, kind of thing. Okay. Sounds good. Then evening, falls, where do we head? Well, um, in, in a little community like ours, uh, there's not a lot to do in the evenings, but we get together with friends and relatives and have cookouts and picnics and that kind of thing. We're, we're located pretty close around other towns, you know, that are bigger. Mm-hmm. It would only take half an hour to 45 minutes to get there. So, so let's say a single guy or, or worse, a married guy is out there and uh, wants to have a drink or something like that, maybe see a little nightlife. Uh, where would Jim go? Um, <laughs> <laughs> where would he drive for? I'd, I'd probably go to Wichita or Emporia. Okay. We're going to be in Wichita, aren't we? Yes, we are. Yeah. 26th of September. Yeah, we're going to be out there in Wichita. What, any place you recommend in town there where you go to on, on a special occasion? Um, Wichita's pretty big. There's lots of good places there. Okay, so we'll just wander around and look for one, yeah, I guess. There's yeah, just, they have Old Town down. There's what they call Old Town, and it's located downtown Wichita there. And they have some neat little places that they've re renovated and stuff. That would uh -huh. be a nice place to go. That's where we'll head, I suspect, mm -hmm. or Jim will. Yeah. And, we'll, and we'll follow him over there. Sharon, I want to thank you for taking the time. I know it's kind of a strange thing to do. We have something for you. Sharon, we're going to send you a gift package of gourmet coffees and lint chocolate bar from Victor Allen's Renegade Coffee and Tea of Madison. You can enjoy that while listening to the music of movies from summer's past on Michael Feldman's What Do You Know About Film Classic CD, also from Nimbus Records. Congratulations, and we hope you enjoy those. Thank you, Sharon. Thank you. Sharon Ewing of Marion, Kansas, our town of the week. We're going to throw the dart here and put another one. Yes, you can do that. Throw that. You want to step up here and do it, or can you do it from there? Okay. Your name is John. John, where are you from? Here, Madison. Okay. Pick the town of the week. There goes the dart. Oh, John, let's throw that again. We got time for another one. Just whip it in. Don't aim. Yes, very good. You hit Virginia. Looks like uh, Marion. <laughs> Marion, Virginia. We're doing all Marions from now on. Thanks very much. Here's a T-shirt for you. That's a free the donut T-shirt. First edition. 
Support for Michael Feldman's What Do You Know is provided in part by Wisconsin Tourism. What Do You Know is produced by Wisconsin Public Radio for Public Radio International. Michael Feldman, producer international. Chris Bannon, producer, with assistance from Judith Heisey-Kovalik, Lyle Anderson, Diana Cook, Debbie Builder, Tasha Rosenfeld, and Angel McQuaid. Technical director, Tom Blaine, with sound mixing by Rick Kirkpatrick. Next week, author Elaine Veets and How to Commit Monogamy, the What Do You Know quiz, and a salute to Marion, Virginia. Well, thanks, Jim Packer. Thank you, uh, John and Jeff. Thank you all for coming down here to Monona Terrace and breaking bread with us. Talk to you again next week. comes from the Corporation for Public Broadcasting, the members of this station, and public radio stations around the country. To order a cassette copy of this or any What Do You Know broadcast, call area code 303-823-8000. That's 303-823-8000 for your very own cassette copy of What Do You Know with Michael Feldman. PRI Public Radio International.